The word that the Lord has laid on my heart comes from a scripture in the New Testament, uh, and you don't often hear it. I can't remember when last I've been to a church where I heard a, a sermon on this, but it is so important because it there's a special meaning to this word. I want to take you to a scripture uh, in the New Testament, the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians. And it starts like this, 1 Thessalonians 4 and verse 3. 1 Thessalonians 4 and verse 3. Easy to remember. You want to jot it down, go back later on, check it, check it up again. 1 Thessalonians 4 and verse 3. It starts with these words. It says, For this is the will of God. Now you know where you stand, because this is the will of God. And when you hear those words, we better take note. We better listen. Because it is the will of the omniscient, all-powerful, unseen, majestic, Lord of Lords, King of Kings, the God of the universe. What is His will? And here comes the word. Your sanctification. Your sanctification is the will of God. It continues to say that you abstain from sexual immorality. Isn't it amazing that when we speak about sanctification, God aims right at the heart. And we live in a modern-day society, a modern-day so-called enlightened age where we have technology at our disposal. And at the push of a button, you can, well... Uh, just mm, immerse yourself. I don't know what other words to use, but uh, it's been to referred as the secret sin of the church. And God says, run, flee, abstain from sexual immorality. Now, you might say to me this morning, well, I'm happily married. You know, I, I don't mess around with porn. Uh, but then again, God says, keep the marriage bed holy. It is not a question of you closing the door and the Lord stands outside the door. Even marriage bed, our inner room, the inner sanctum, a place of holiness, a place of sanctification between the spouse, you, your wife, your wife and you. And so God aims at sexual immorality right there. At the heart of things, when he speaks about sanctification this morning, if you're struggling with it, you need to lay it down. You need to run. You need to flee. It is a sliding abyss into a place of darkness. It will rob you of your soul. It will steal from you. Are you sexually pure? before the Lord this morning. Talking about sanctification. Can you hear the word saint in there somewhere? Well, it's closely related to the word saint because both of these words, sanctification and saint, has to do with holiness, isn't it, my brother, my sister? To sanctify something is to set it apart. Set it apart for a special use. To make him or her holy. 
Isn't it just the desire of your heart this morning to be holy, to be set apart before the Lord, to be different, to be not like this world, in this world, but not of this world? Jesus had a lot to say about sanctification. And it just laid so heavy on my heart this whole week. We spoke about it at Seoul. And now this morning, speaking about sanctification, John 17, 16, the fourth gospel, John chapter 17 and verse 16, the Lord says, they are not of the world, even as I'm not of it. And this before his request, you know what he asked the Father? He says, sanctify them by the truth. And here's a sobering thought for you. Your word is truth. If you want to be sanctified, if you want to be set apart, holy for God, you've got to start reading God's word. So important. This morning in goodness time, we will be talking about following the reading plan. We've been giving it to you for, for how long on this radio station? We're working in God's Word, the reading plan. In fact, this year we're reading through the Bible. It's taking two years, reading it slowly, crossing the, the T's, dotting the I's, looking at every word. Today in the reading plan is Joshua 9, Psalms 140 and Psalms 141. If you want to be sanctified, you need to read God's Word. Sanctify them by the truth. Jesus that asked Pilate about truth. Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? Never waited for the answer. 1 John 5 and verse 7 that says there are three that testify it's God the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit. And these three are one. Jesus is the Word. If you read and study, walk it, eat it, sleep it, dream it, you will be sanctified. You will be set apart. I was uh, listening to a video clip, and in fact, we have played it on this radio station a couple of times by John Bevere. You can find it on, um, on YouTube where he speaks about the importance of reading God's Word. If you read God's Word once a week, just once a week, out of seven days, once a week, there won't be much change in your life. There won't be much change. If you read it twice a week, still not any significant change in your life. If you read it twice out of the seven days, three times a week, now, we're bordering on, Lord, <laughs> I'm thinking of the scribes of old, the, the skrifgeleerdes. Ik wonder hoeveel keer een week het hulle bybel gelees. And they were, they were called the scribes, the skrifgeleerdes. And yet, even reading three times a week doesn't bring much change in your life. You know where change starts happening? When you read it four times and more. Four times and more. Significant drops in depression, significant drops in anger, significant drops in suicide rates, in, 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 in divorce. Divorce. You know what the divorce statistics is in our country? And people like to tell me, yeah, but we as Christians, you know, we look the same as the world. No, we don't. No, we don't. Jesus said, they are not of the world, even as I am not of it. 
Sanctify them by the truth. God hates divorce. Divorce is not an option. And if we truly children of God and willing to die to self in our marriages and in our own lives, Galatians 2 and verse 20, God will sanctify us. God will set us apart. God will cleanse us, purge us. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. Even as you listen to this radio broadcast this morning, it is not man's opinion. We're sharing God's word with you on this radio station. And so in Christian theology, sanctification is a state of separation unto God. Did you know that all believers enter into a state when they are born of God? The Bible says you are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. You should go check these scriptures. 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 30. Isn't it beautiful words? The wisdom of God. Righteousness, Christ in us. Sanctification, Christ in us. Redemption, Christ in you. And so sanctification mentioned in this verse in 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 30 is the once forever separation of believers unto God. Can you testify, my brother, my sister, you know if you've been sanctified, set apart for God this morning. I've never in my entire life met a man who's on his way to hell. Never. Everybody is on their way to God. Even the non-believers, they're on their way to some place. I mean, they've got a harder job believing in nothing, but some place good, some destination, something, somewhere, somehow. Everybody's on their way to heaven. Not everybody wants them God to be there when they pitch up. But it is a work that God performs, an integral part of our salvation and our connection with Christ. Sanctification by the blood of Christ, set free from every sin imaginable. The Bible says, Every human being on the face of this planet has sinned. You might say, who, me? Well, let's test that. Have you ever told a lie? One, two, what do you call somebody who tells lies? A liar. God says in his word, we shall not bear false witness in the Ten Commandments. Talking about that. Talking about sanctified by your word. The law of the Lord is perfect in converting the soul. Psalms 19 says that. The law of the Lord in converting the soul. And so we are sinners. We've broken the laws of God. But by the blood of Christ, we are sanctified. Acts 13 and verse 39. And by him, everyone who believes is freed from everything from which you could not be freed by the law of Moses. You see, it's not keeping the law. It's not, how does Angus always say? He says, good people don't go to heaven. Believers do. There are many good people out there. It is by Christ and Christ alone, his complete work on the cross of Calvary, that you and I are saved. Freed 
from everything, which the law couldn't do. And I know that we still sin. 1 John 1 and verse 10, if we say we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar. His word is not in us. And so that's why the Bible refers to sanctification as a, as a practical experience of our separation unto God. Progressive, experiential sanctification. Obedience to the word of God in one's life. It's the same as growing in the Lord. Can you testify that you are growing in the Lord? Spiritual maturity. The Word of God says in 2 Peter 3 and verse 18, mm, Man, my heart is so challenged by these scriptures. But grow in grace and knowledge of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and on the day of eternity. Amen. It's the instruction in God's Word to grow. By a Christian book here in park here. And so we need to strive for sanctification. Jesus himself set himself apart for God's purposes. Came to this world. He was tempted in every way that you and I, that we face on a daily basis, and yet him without sin. We are sanctified and sent because Jesus was. We are sanctified and sent because Jesus was. And so our Lord's sanctification is a pattern and of power for our own. Don't you agree with that? Ultimate sanctification. It's the same as glorification. Paul prays in 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 23. I love the scripture. Whenever I send an email, I normally put it at the bottom. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 23. And that's my prayer for you this morning, my brother, my sister. Because somebody is watching, somebody is listening. And it's normally those very close to us that watches and listens. Sometimes without any comments, anything, just say, mm, there he goes again, so-called Christian. Do we really have a testimony? Are you standing firm in your testimony? Are you really set apart? Can people in this world see Christ in us? Do they want our Christianity? Will die verloren gaan in wereld, Christen wees soos ek en jy is? Now may the God of peace sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit and soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't it a beautiful scripture? Paul speaks of Christ as the hope of glory. The hope of glory, 1 Colossians 1 and 27. The glorious appearance of Christ to our personal glorification. When Christ who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. 
listen, I know the theologians and my dear brother in Christ, Johann Els, loves the Greek. I know that. But sanctification, if you look at it and you do a study of it, you see the, the, the translation of the Greek, the word hagiamos. It means holiness. The DNA of that word sanctification, even in the Greek, means separation. And so God grants us justification. If you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, if God rebirthed you, that means you've got a testimony. That means you can stand up any minute, any place, any time and say, this is what the Lord has done for me. It is no longer religion. It is now in my heart. It's not in my head. It's not, how does the ad go? It's not inside. It's on top. Yeah, we've got that wayward if it's on top. It should be in your heart. It should be inside. A once and for all positional holiness in Christ. And so that is what I pray for you this morning. That God guides us to maturity. Practical, progressive holiness. I'm so looking forward to that. That final moment, that permanent, ultimate holiness in the presence of the Lord. Don't you just look forward to that? And so, I've said a lot this morning. But what I want to say and end off with, if you're struggling with this, to be set apart, to be sanctified unto the Lord, let's start with Galatians 2 and verse 20. And it says these words, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I that live, but Christ who now lives in me. And so, Father, as we stand before your throne of grace this morning, here on the most southern tip, the continent of Africa, Lord, as we corporately bow down before your throne of grace, Lord, sanctify us by your word. Thy word is truth. Help us to die to self, Lord. Help us to start with the unholy trinity, the me, my, and I, Lord. To lay it down and say, here I am, Lord. Purge me, cleanse me, set me apart, sanctify me. This day, I ask it in the mighty, in the majestic, in the beautiful name of Jesus. Amen. And amen. I know in speaking to you this morning, we can all think of somebody who needs the sanctification. But I truly believe that God is speaking to my heart and your heart this morning. I want to pray a blessing over you, my brother and my sister, through this music, Kari Job, Elevation Worship. You know the song, it's called The Blessing. But that you be a blessing unto somebody today, on this Friday, the 7th of July, it was a time where God had sent a blessed saint, a sanctified brother or sister to you to lead you to the Lord. Now you be the sent one, the vessel who says, Here I am, Lord. Use me this day to be a blessing, to lead a lost soul to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Use me, Lord. Cleanse me, purge me. Amen and amen.